creepy voice. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Class of War podcast. We have a very spooky episode for you. And this evening, we have the one and only from Ogie Podcast and Spirit Talkers. Here he is, Russell Sonigo. Hello. Hello. It is I. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do my speech. <laughs> it is I, Russell Sunnigle. Mm. So, Russell, not <laughs> that, uh, that flashlight that that. <laughs> That's what we should have did. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that. I was thinking like, what's well, Halloween? Mm-hmm. Like, how dark do I want it in here? I have to go get my flashlight. <laughs> I can stay in the dark. Hold on. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh. Mm. Damn. The dark web. <laughs> On this po- <laughs> on this podcast, we have some spooky stories to tell you. With me, your host, Robin Jackson, and my guest tonight, Russell Sun Eagle. Oh. Surprise on you. <laughs> It is I, Russell Sun Eagle, ready to talk creepy with Rob. I sounded more sex-like oriented. Yeah. <laughs> Talking nasty with Rob. Damn that sex line. How do you call this, mister? <laughs> But we're just six nine. Oh, (laughs) wasn't that one? Um, back in the nineties, it was like one eight hundred. Pick up the phone or something like that. Pick up my phone. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was like it's like one eight hundred. Pick up the phone. That song. What a sex line. Yeah, like oh come on, like at least at twelve midnight. Dang. I think all these uh, sex hotlines will come up out of nowhere. Dang. Just jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> that blanket is going up and down. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. those commercials. Not even, <laughs> not even showing nothing. <laughs> that was the original Pornhub. <laughs> Damn. Did you ever call those? I was tempted to one time. Um, it was like, I think I was at my cousin's uh, par- house party and not house party, but house. Uh, we had a sleepover. So we were there and he's like, we should call this number. And I was like, uh, if you want to, but we had to pay like, I think it was like $2 or something like that, which we didn't yeah. have. So. 
We're broke. <laughs> I called it one time. But yeah, it was the same thing. It was like to continue, um, put your credit card number in or something like that. Yeah. But it would still show up on the uh the phone bill. So I got in trouble. <laughs> Nothing happened. It was just I was like, Oh, I don't have no money or a card, so I just hung up. But it still charged you like I don't know, whatever it was, because it was a a collect call or something like that. Oh shit. And and so I remember my mom was like, Did you call this number? I was like, I was like, No. Well who called it? It's only me and you here. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> it was Scruffy. That was him. It's probably a ghost. Ooh. It's probably that that sex demon. I don't know. Lives here. But guys, I'm gonna paint you a picture of what me and Russell are doing right now. We are both in the dark, being creepy. Same room. Being nasty. <laughs> We're both sitting here in our snuggies, talking to each other. Yeah, we're both in the dark. I did this. Oh, I mean, it wasn't as early, but I did this with, um, fuck, what is their names? Oh, shit. I just saw something behind you. That was your fucking arm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't do that again. I was stretching. (laughs) I was stretching my arm. And yeah, I thought it was like. (laughs) Just like like a fucking person rising up. I would have just turned my computer off. Oh, God. (laughs) No, their names are. uh, Damn, I forgot the fucking names, but. We, uh, they're, they do it. They did a pod. They do it every now and again, but they talk about scary stuff. I'll think about their name and I'll shout them out. But I remember I just got back from commentating a football game Mm -hmm. and and I, I don't know, this is like early spirit talkers too, where I didn't truly understand like talking about beings, entities, and stuff like that. Yeah. And it brings them around. But to them, I, to, I just wanted content. I just, I needed content for Halloween month. And, and they're just said, they just said like, yeah, we're available like Saturday morning, like midnight. And I said, uh, all right, I'll get back around midnight and then we'll do it. And then we didn't start till like one, 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And we just started talking about, like my experiences and then their experiences and just a lot of stuff that they had experienced and had gone through and investigations. And, and I swear I I was in the dark like this and they had like a little light shining on them and I could hear stuff in their house and then their camera was moving around and they were, and then they were hearing like a growl in my area 
it was really weird and, oh, and it's pretty scary. And then after that, man, I smudged the fuck out of this house and I was so terrified. I stayed up to like 4 a.m. probably and then finally fell asleep. But it was like the best sleep I ever got. Probably just because I was like so terrified, probably. Damn. I think the I never had a this dark talking, but I remember you were telling me about that, and I remember I heard that episode. Like you can hear, like um, you guys are like creeping out at each other because on his end, um, you know, hear something talking, and on your end, you hear like whispering on that uh, episode when they're like in their apartment or something like that. Yeah. They are Fallen Hour. That's who they are. Mm. So go check them out, everybody. Fallen Hour. But yeah, it was a very weird episode. And I was uh, pretty stupid for doing that. I mean, like, but the, it's, still, it, it's early right now. It's only eight o'clock. What time does the ghouls come out? Uh,. Well, you're not really supposed to talk about them at night. Mm. But I think if you don't mention names or uh, just keep it light. Mm. I mean, you have to you don't have to be so strict, but you could always just smudge too. Just be careful. Don't mock them, Rob. Mm. Like well, you did with DW <laughs> that one night. <laughs> She came on your window. I was talking about that last night with my one of my coworkers, and I was like, I never experienced something like that. Well, that's like, um, like mocking and uh, mocking as a spirit, and that's like the first time. Like, because I didn't know, I didn't know about this being, and I just started saying the word, and sure enough, it appeared. Not physical, spiritually, on my window. And it's like, and <laughs> he was like, well, aren't you like from a different tribe? And that one's like weighed out in um, the East Coast. And I was like, uh, from what I experienced, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, that was a crazy experience for me. And yeah, that shook me out. That shook me in my bridges. Dang, had all the lights on <laughs> in that house. <laughs> Still sleeping with that <laughs> nightlight. Had that stereo real loud so you couldn't hear anything. <laughs> Just cleaning. <laughs> Put on that <laughs> vacuum. <laughs> no, but like we talk about like how. Like, yeah, time, nothing matters to them. They're just like, you know, you want to summon me? Go ahead. So, but I mean, that's, that's everything. That's your entities, your stories over there. That's why, like, when we were talking about, you know, the, God, what'd you call them? Um, me, the he's like half man, half horse. Oh, the hoofer. 
Don't say it. Oh. <laughs> the Hr. You know, the, we the were. <laughs> the H man. That's what it is. When we were talking about him over here, because I was asking Chris about that too, and mm-hmm. he's heard about stories about him, but he would have to look more into it. But <clears throat> even then, you know, like talking about him over here could bring him over here too. But it was in the daytime, so we weren't so worked up about it. Mm-hmm. You, because we do our episodes in the daytime. There's one time we did them at night, and God, which episode was it? I can't remember which episode it was, but I think it was. I think it was during that. No, damn, I can't remember what episode it was, but it was at nighttime and. I was like, fuck, man. I don't know. Because it was during the summertime, too. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time, like, a lot of we had time to do it. it was at like seven o'clock and it rolls into nighttime. And I was just like, oh my God. I don't know what's going to happen, but fuck it. Let's just do it. Dude, what happened? I can't remember what episode it was, but. I think I think we had something happen with my recorder. It beeped or something. It was really weird. Cause I was uh I think I was telling a story and my recorder's never done this before, but it sound it was like a little beep. It was like real loud in our ears. And I, I got done telling my story, and I said, that was really weird. I said, did you guys hear that, or was that just me? And they said, yeah, we heard that, too. And I was like, I've, that's never happened before, that little beep. I don't know what that was. Yeah. And Chris is just like, man, they're letting us know they're here. And I was like, oh, my God. But it was it was it that little beep sound, and then something else happened. But I think the beep sound was the weirdest because – this thing's never done that before and I have no idea how that even happened or why I would even do it. Yeah. Damn. And then we have like live events too. Sometimes our PA system will not work. And it's really like mainly, I guess that energy. Yeah. They're making these, they're making our stuff not work and stuff. So there's a lot of a lot of the time that happens too. Or like I think in Harmony, we've talked about this where we had a live event there and I didn't see this woman, but other people saw her and she was just this woman in like a like a white mm, Kind of like a button-down shirt, long sleeve, long hair, uh, like a ribbon skirt on, and nobody knew who she was. And I never saw her. Chris never saw her, and nobody saw her like around our group. But a certain amount of people saw her, and they were telling us about her. And then she was there, and then she was gone, and nobody knew who she was. Nobody knew like where she went. And it was just like, I, we're, I was like, I think that was DW. Like, because we had some stories from people that uh, had DW stories. And they always say, like, 
she comes around when it's like native functions just to try to check around or something like that. But, but I was like, I, I thought I was like, man, that might've been DW and she was kind of making herself known. Yeah. And then we we're just kind of like, God, we didn't see her. Cause I never, I looked at my pictures I took. Then we even we even had video that we did. Never saw her. Never saw a woman that fit that description of what people were talking about. Some of those people, and and then she didn't talk to nobody. Is what they said. She just walked around. Never sat down. And it was. They thought I was weird, and I I was like I can't tell you as I didn't see her, and I. Uh, it's probably DW checking checking up on everyone. Yeah, I looking mean, for Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> but that, that sounds like, like that story. Like reminds me of a story of an H man. Um, like there was like a dance over here, and people were dancing, but this one guy came out of nowhere. And people thought that he was part of the family. But he was going around dancing with all the girls. And all of a sudden, they this guy and this woman that were dancing together having to look down because they kept on hearing, like, clickling. Uh, clickling? How would you say that? Click, clack. Click, clack. Yeah, click, clack. Like Clacking? on the ground. <laughs> like a horse was running. Um, uh, like a horse was, like. Like we call clapping. it clapping around. Yeah. And I guess like the guy looked down and he's like, what the fuck? And that guy looked at him and he guess he just ran off. And all those guys that were at that dance were looking around and trying to find it. And all you hear is just that, that name from a horse, like in the background and just like taking off, like running fast and everybody was trying to catch it. And I guess they just like PD was there. And um, they saw it, and they were just like, they didn't know what to do. They were just like, all right, everybody, the party's over. Go home. And I'm like, and people were still talking about that story around this time. It's like similar because the DW story I heard growing up, I was told it was in Oto, but I guess it happened in Ponca. Um, sorry if I'm not supposed to say the story, but we've already told it before too, but same thing. I mean, it, it's crazy how similar a lot of stories are. I also heard one at the Woodland game up in uh, Fairfax, but that's kind of the same thing too. It was, but the power one was it's out, it's outside and everybody's dancing. They had a special, and they said this like beautiful woman came up out of nowhere and she was gorgeous. Like everybody was like hypnotized by her, just how beautiful she was. And then she went and she started dancing by the head man mm-hmm. and they're going around the drum. And then all of a sudden somebody like looked at her feet and they were like hooves and they yelled it out and everybody looked at them and everybody was like, Oh my God, you know, like freaking out. And then they said she just like ran off and then jumped over a fence, like with her 
legs or deer legs and and then nobody saw her again. And then the football game it was like the same thing. But at Woodland there's a there's a wall, they got a wall built around their football field and it's kinda out in the middle of nowhere, but I mean it looks like it, but it's off the highway. But same thing. There's like this beautiful woman there and she was uh I can't remember what she was doing. I don't know if it was homecoming or what. But everybody saw her, same thing, hypnotized. And the same thing, somebody was like, look at her feet. They're like, they're hooves. And like the whole like crowd went crazy and said she she ran across the football field and leaped over that wall, which is probably like eight feet tall, I think. Leaped over it like it was nothing and nobody saw her again. Damn. The hell? Yeah. So, I mean, and then we were. And it's crazy, like, how just, like, similar a lot of stories are. I believe them. But, like I said, it seems like she only comes around, like, or him to, like, these functions and stuff. Yeah. And then I think there was another one where, or, like, the similarities of, uh, Oh, like monkeys, like monkeys in Oklahoma. There was always like a, the baseline story of like, it was a traveling circus that crashed. And then that's basically how some of these towns got monkeys. And cause we talked about too, we talked about that too. Like, cause we were talking about, uh, I don't know what, I don't know what we're talking about. I think we kind of talked about them from that gargoyle one when you said they would look like, uh, they look like those monkeys from wizard of Oz. Oh yeah. 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 And then we started to talk about monkeys and stuff being around here and Tyler heard a story. And then I heard other stories and they're all like how Oklahoma towns got monkeys was from like these traveling circuses on the railroads. And there was like this horrific crash and all of a sudden, like, these monkeys got loose. And then that's how monkeys became a thing in these smaller Oklahoma towns or, like, wooded areas in Oklahoma and stuff. So that's what we're talking about, too. And I think it came from that uh, gargoyle, gargoyles in Arizona. They look like the Wizard of Oz monkeys, which is also scary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have those gargoyles here. Um, it's mostly like in the Santan area, area, and they have like a lot of lights out there. And uh, because I think, I, yeah, I did tell you the story about that about um, the gargoyles jumping from house to house, uh, just you know, causing a ruckus on people's roofs, wolves, hooves, roofs. <laughs> can't talk tonight uh but yeah on their roofs um and they they called pd and pd went out there and shined the light and all you see was just like these uh wizard of oz monkeys just hopping off and running off into the desert and that's what they put like 
a whole bunch of like lights out there and it's it's crazy because driving by there like actually i went by by there last night and yeah those lights are still out there i mean i don't know what happens out there now i mean if anybody is out there i mean um please tell me because i'm very curious to know about you walk around out there fuck you got your gun. <laughs> that water gun. And that water gun uh, full of holy water. <laughs> full of pee. <laughs> I was going to ask you, since like you've been doing spirit talkers for a while, are you like very careful on what you say? Like, um, telling like stories and, uh, telling like, um, especially like at night and especially like in, Cause I know like for here, there's this one story, uh, that no, people don't talk about around like, uh, certain, certain seasons, because like, if you tell it, tell the story, um, a bunch of snakes will appear at your house. Damn. Tell it. Just kidding. <laughs> I think, no, dude, <laughs> I did kidding. tell it one time and, um, shit, like a week after we had like three rattlesnakes in my area, in my like my um, driveway, and they were just like bound together. See, yeah, flying around. <laughs> I thought you said that snake was crawling out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to call the fire department, and they came by, and the guy was just like, "Dang." Like, it must be a cool area, and my dad was just like, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound right, because this place is, like, pretty, like, well, because we have, like, a lot of, like, a lot of cats and dogs, so it was like, well, those dogs and these cats will probably, like, shoo them away, or they'll probably be eaten. And I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, shit, I told the story. Standing there being quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder at, how this happened. <laughs> looking at my dad. I'm standing back there. <laughs> looking at my dad with that, I don't know, face on. <laughs> Scratching um, your head. I don't know. How did this happen? <laughs> I, I didn't think they were uh, native here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, on their, we're on their land right now, dad. I thought, uh, thought they were north how to get down here <laughs> these uh snakes are from uh are from flagstaff i don't know why they're out out here in our area <laughs> stupid <laughs> they probably migrated story down where here. uh read a story speaking of snakes there's a uh, there's one on a loose damn I forgot what town it was but probably shouldn't put them on blast anyways but there's a small town somewhere in it's like a trailer park and somebody snapped a picture of this fucking giant. I think it's a Python. It's like a yellow Python. And somebody snapped a pic of it, a pic of it. And they don't know if it's like, well, obviously it's a, it was a pet, but they don't know who did it. Like who let it go. Or maybe if it escaped somewhere, like a zoo from somewhere. But it's like this, somebody snapped a pic and it's like this giant fucking yellow python 
and it's fucking huge. And they said like it's been around for like at least six months, eating cats and fucking raccoons and possums and stuff. And and then the guy, I think he gave up trying to capture it. The guy, the main guy that's trying to capture it, he just can't find it. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's like somebody, some people are saying like the city planted it there. It's like a conspiracy or whatever. And they're saying, uh-huh, yeah, because there is a big cat problem and like rodent problem and stuff around that area. And so they're saying like the city may have planted it there to get rid of that problem naturally. I say that with quotations, but I mean, nothing's really natural about it. Cause it's not, it's not its territory, but I don't know. So that was like a big write up they had about the snake, but the comment section was like, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure the city might've pointed that thing there and now it's gone because that guy can't find it. So I don't know. Damn. So if you know the, the town I'm talking about, just be careful. <laughs> Don't get fucking snatched up. <laughs> I can just see you like standing there like that. Um, have you ever seen that meme about the Anaconda movie when Jennifer Lopez and that dude, he's like looking at Jennifer Lopez with that, that sex face look. Yeah. John Voight. <laughs> I can just see you just looking at that snake like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, JV? No. <laughs> I heard you guys' uh, podcast the other night about the spirit animals. Oh, yeah. Did you like that? Did you yeah. cry? Yeah, I cried. And the dream the dream one was trippy because I had a dream about, like, especially, like, the snakes. Um, And I had to look it up because, like I, like I told you before, like, I write my dreams down sometimes. And the ones, like, I really remember and... The ones that are really, really lucid dreams that I can just like tell from what it means to like what's going to happen. Predictions, I guess. Um, but I had this dream. Well, I had this dream like three times in a row. Uh, it was about a a black snake, and it was a big black snake. And at first two, the first two dreams, I was scared of it. But in my dreams, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's what it means, but I can turn myself into an animal, like a dog or a wolf, and I can just transform myself and run away from it. Like I just like get down on all four and I start running like a dog. <laughs> Sounds weird, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> and um, the third one. I guess like it, it was. I was at my my old house, and it was in the back of my house. And my daughter was by it, and she started screaming. And I saw that big old snake, the black snake, and um, I ran towards it, and I was just like looking at it, and I was like, like growling at it. And um, that snake tried to bite her, and I grabbed that snake by my mouth. And I was like, like just turned it apart, and I killed it with my my bare hands and just ripped it apart. And um, when it comes to find out, uh, that snake 
the black snake is like a sign that there's some burdens or something bad is supposed to happen. But if you kill the snake, it's like a you killed a demon in your dream or something like that. And it's supposed to like let you go or not supposed to come around or something like that. Like it's trying to attack your family or it's just around just lurk, lurking and waiting for you to fall and fail. And once you're strong enough and brave enough to come face to face with the black snake and you kill the snake in your dream, it's supposed to like relieve all your struggles and pain and all that stuff like that. Because that's just like a, a, um, we call it a demon of, um, what do you call that? Uh, it's just like your, um, oh man, what's the word? But it's just like a demon of, uh, um, not lust, but it's more of, uh, oh man, I had that word in my head, but I forgot it. But anyways, but yeah, this is like a demon that's just like, right, right there that seeing you trying to move up and when that snake or it comes in different shapes but mostly everybody like in africa and china they talk about the black snake in the dreams but yeah snakes kill them in your dreams if it's black i dreamed of a like a black cobra one time i vaguely remember it but I was in this room and it appeared out of this box or something. Mm. And I was fucking terrified because it's a cobra. And I was by myself. I don't, I don't even know where I was. I was in some room. <clears throat> and then, but nothing really happened. They just kind of like, I was trying to move around and it would follow me because cobras are like, they're real smart, I guess. And, and you're not supposed to like move, but I was trying to just not get fucking bit and I was trying to move out of its way and it kept just getting in front of me. And it was fucking big. It was like a giant cobra. But I looked it up. I looked that up and basically it meant like, well, I don't know. If you see like a giant black snake or something, it could mean like you're going to meet somebody in an unpleasant way or like when it say like if you get along with it or something like I guess if it helps you maybe or you help it or or maybe if you if it was if I if if it meant I was doing what I was doing with it like it was just kind of mimicking my movement and like almost representation of like getting along i guess where it wasn't gonna bite me and that meant some type of like power i had like some sort of like power within myself that i don't know about yet yeah or um it just means like it could mean like some changes are gonna happen or some sort of like i don't know what they say like discomfort or something like that like within like your journey, like you're gonna, you're gonna see obstacles or some sort of just get ready for a positive change or a negative change. Just something, just be ready for something. But 
I don't know. I, that's all that happened. So I didn't really, I didn't kill it. It didn't kill me. It never bit me. That yeah. was all that happened. And then but, but prior to that too, like this is a long time ago, I jumped to this even bigger snake. It wasn't black. It was just like a giant, uh, maybe an anaconda or something. But it was, I was back home in Pawnee and we have this creek called Black Bear Creek. And I was walking, I guess, to the tribe and on my right side, it was flooding, and I saw this giant snake, almost like rainbow colors, I would say, but they're dark, like you're real matted. And it was just like fucking swimming along that road, and I started running with it, and I was just like, oh, shit, like, damn, it's a big-ass snake. <clears throat> so I just started running with it, and I got to the bridge, and it just kind of like slithered down into the creek, and like you could just see how long this thing was. It was like fifty feet long or something. And then I just watched it like get into the creek and it was swimming up like the current, like um towards the current. It was just like showing how powerful it was. Damn. And that was it. That was all I dreamt of. And I woke up and I was like, Oh damn, that was pretty cool. And I never knew what that meant. And I never knew what to look up about that one. But since I've been doing like, or since I've been helping with the language program and learning more about our culture and stuff, we had a, we have a, uh, a water serpent and it would help our people a lot. And I'm not going to say the name, but we had a water serpent that was like, it would help our people a lot. And like when it was, almost godlike, I guess, uh, very mysterious and very just, um, what's the fucking word? Uh, I can't think of the word I got it written down, but there's a word we call it and it means like holy, like holy or something like that. And now that I know that I was wanting to ask somebody like, could that have been it? had it shown itself to me, then what does that mean? But I mean, this was like, even before the podcast, I had this when I was working at the casino, just yeah. out of nowhere. But now, you know, I've been thinking about it. And so I kind of want to read more about that entity and what it would mean to see it in the dream and how to kind of just dissect like what I saw. Yeah. Cause I wasn't afraid of it. I was just like, Oh man, that's fucking cool. Like, that's a, that's a big ass snake. And, and I just, I was in awe of seeing it. And then I was like, Whoa. And so, but that's like the two dreams that I've had of snakes really. And I don't know. They're, they're crazy. The Cobra one was crazy, but that one about the giant one, I was like, damn. So I'm needing to like, I'm needing to, look into that one and find out more about it since we do have a water serpent. God. Do you ever have like sleep paralysis? I did one time. It was pretty scary. There's when we lived in our old apartment. That's when I worked night shift though. <clears throat> and so my sleeping schedule was so fucked and all I remember is I was trying to sleep 
And I guess I did, but I was awake. And I was kind of in a state of like, I didn't know what was real and I didn't know what wasn't real. And I remember I got up from my bed and it was dark and and I was in my apartment and I was walking around in my apartment and I left and then I went outside, but it turned into like different rooms, like different hallways and rooms. And it was like this ongoing thing. And, and I didn't really think much of it. I was just like, I just kept walking and I kept going through doors and everything. And then finally got to this one room and it was like, it was fucking dark. It was really dark. And there was a red sign above the door. And I don't think, I don't think it said exit. It said something, but it was like, it was really, it was bright enough to brighten the door, but not bright enough to lighten the room. And then when I got to that door and I tried to open it, it's like something grabbed my hand and it said, Hey, and I woke up. I was like, what the fuck? And I got up and I didn't know if I was sleeping or if I was awake, but it was, it was, uh, it was dark because that's when Sharma worked as a bartender. So I slept all day, I guess. And I woke up at night and I was like, oh shit. And I didn't know, I was confused actually. I was just like, and I looked at the time, it was like eight o'clock and I was like, damn, I get ready for work now. And then I was just like, oh shit. Like, I don't know if that was like, cause I, I swore I was, I was awake yeah. when that happened, but all that time passed and it was just really weird. What the hell? Like with my sleep paralysis, it's like, I can feel myself being dragged off the bed and it's like, I'm very light and it was like, uh, like when I first had it, I was kind of, I was scared. I was like, what the fuck? Like, get the fuck off me. I'll get mad. But now I'm just like, you know, oh man, I'm going, I'm going to another dimension. So I just get dragged off the bed. And, um, sometimes I'm like, I would, when I fall off the bed in, um, sleep paralysis, I'm falling out of the sky. So I'm just like, I'm falling and falling, and then when I hit the ground, it just turns to water. And I'm hitting the water. And I get back up, and I'm like, oh, man, where am I at now? Like, the first, like the, <laughs> the other uh, sleep paralysis dreams that I've had, I was, like, in a, um, I was in a time as a kid, but I was a grown-up, and I was watching myself play. Like on a, a merry-go-round. And I'm like, is that me? And like I'm trying I was trying to approach my own self, but I couldn't because it was like an a visible wall between us, like a barrier that I couldn't go any further than I wanted to. So I'm just like, oh. So I just like I turned around and I can just see myself sleeping and I just like oh man I'm still asleep so I just go back and I just go back to sleep and I wake up like what the hell but I don't know I think it's like a different dimension I don't know like cause I seen like uh, on TikTok 
this guy said that if you have sleep paralysis, it's like going into a different dimension or something like that. Um, and it's like, I don't know, it could be spiritual, but there's like doctors that are saying it's just, no, it's just, um, you don't get enough sleep or something. But I don't know. I mean, I can't really go into the whole doctor side of it. I just know about some part of the spiritual about it. But I heard that on you guys' dreams, um, was it Chris was talking about, like, how we can go into the past and the future? And, I was, and then when I heard that, I was just like, maybe that was me going to my past. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know you're finished, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, uh, it's like a, yeah, we talked about how it's time travel, and I guess back in the day they would use that as a, almost like medicine, I think, but there's so much that goes into dreaming that I feel like I always miss the little things about it, like, you know, like dream interpretation, you could look it up or whatever, but with our traditional ways too, there's so much more that goes into it from just your own people's perspective. And I mean, all these things you dream of, it's like you could probably go back in into your history too and be like, did other did my ancestors dream like that too, or like what exactly would happen? Yeah, when they would dream stuff like that. But I mean, there's so much that goes into dreams because you're. I because I when I looked into dreams, I looked more into like it's just that out of body experience, like because your body gets tired, but your spirit doesn't, and so. When your body needs to sleep, that's when your spirit is kind of like free to do whatever. Yeah. Because, I mean, your mind is powerful. Like we barely use our brains in today's world. But I think when you dream, though, it's able to do a lot more because you're not fucking worried about bills. You're not worried about life. You're not worried about anything. So when you sleep, your body's tired. Then I think these dreams are like your spirit's way of like traveling wherever it wants to being wherever it wants to seeing whatever taking you places back in time in the future. And I mean, it goes into like deja vu and seeing stuff like seeing, seeing stuff in the future that you haven't even seen yet. Mm-hmm. And then when you catch up to that moment, you're like, Holy fuck. I, I dreamt this. I dreamt whatever that was. It, it is. It's this moment right now. And I, I've done that where I've been talking to people about certain things and certain lighting and I have no idea like who I'm talking to. And then once they say something to remind me of that, then I'm like, holy shit. Now I know what we're talking about in my dream. I didn't even know you at that time, but yeah. now I know you. And this is the moment that's in that dream. And we're here now talking about it. And so it's, it's it's a uh, it's mind blowing what 
can happen in dreams and stuff and just deja vu and all these things, man, all the, everything that can go into dreams, but there's so much stuff, man, that can go into dreaming and lucid dreaming. I heard like, if you lucid dream, you're not supposed to ask anybody for the time or date. Oh yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. about that. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter in that realm. And it's almost like I heard, I, I was listening to some stuff, but if you do do that, then you're almost can be hunted when you do that. I, that's, that's just like what I heard. You're hunted in that lucid dreaming realm when you do that. But I don't know. I, I don't, <clears throat> that's the only time I ever, I would say I had a lucid dream, I think, but I don't know. You know me, I sleep hard as hell. So I have some crazy ass dreams too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the BMB, it was like a bear cave. All of us just sleeping, snoring <laughs> around. But yeah, dude, I mean, I understand like with the lucid dreaming and the astral projection. That's how it's called. Like, yeah, you can go visit somebody and see how they're doing and come back. I mean, and that's like insidious type stuff. But the further and people. Um, my brother's friend told me a story about that, that he he could astral project. And when he said that to this medicine man or this uh, spiritual leader, um, he told him that you shouldn't be doing that um, because another spirit can take over your body and leave you without a vessel. And he's going to say, he got scared and he's like, Really? He's like, yeah, because when you do that, it leaves your body as a shell for the un the 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 ones that are already gone, and they can take over your body. And I was like, and then I guess like now he knows not to do that because um, before he would just like he would tell my brother, he's like, I saw you yesterday, and he's like. Where at? He's like, you're at work. And he's like, what were you doing in your the the kitchen? And you're eating a lot of food. And he's like, and my brother would be tripped out because there was nobody in the kitchen or where he's working at. And I guess like, and he guess he finally told him like, I know how to, I know how to astral project. Oh shit! What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen that, that big <laughs> finger come out of nowhere. <laughs> got you back. <laughs> uh, see, see your dog come to the camera. <laughs> but yeah, that's an uh, astral projection. And I heard like they, in the government, they do that now. Astral project. I think. I think that was what I was they're talking about on TikTok. I mean there's so much stuff that's going on on TikTok now, but um like I always on my feed, I always like around when I'm on TikTok at three or two o'clock in the morning there's like a whole bunch of like um negative and demonic spirit uh, I don't know, um uh TikToks that come on. 
I don't know if you get that. Yeah. Mine's mainly filled with like fantasy football now, but my stuff used to be filled with that stuff too. Mm -hmm. But then again, TikTok's getting really stupid now. It's all about the TikTok shop and fucking. It's just like commercial after commercial with like different products. And it's like, oh, oh God, yeah, just yeah. take me back to my algorithm of like fucking scary stuff and stuff I like to see or laugh at. But I mean, going back to the dreaming, though, did we talk about too where I mean, that can happen just with dreaming. I mean, you're just dreaming and your spirit leaves your body to do these things. And that's where like possession can come from. Yeah. And it could work its way into your body because yeah, it's the shell, nothing's there. And then you come back and your body's kind of at war or like that's when like that bad medicine can hit you too. Mm -hmm. If uh, you're out and about and your body's just kind of sitting there and, Sometimes, you know, you can not wake up Damn. because of stuff like that, but, or it can just wreak havoc on your body because you're not fully there and it's open for anything. So, and then we talked about like just kind of how I guess, like, I guess Pawnees would, I haven't met anybody yet and haven't asked anybody yet, but. Chris was saying some Pawnees like put knives around their house to keep that bad stuff away when you're sleeping. And I guess people use salt too. Not Pawnees, but I mean, I see a lot of stuff on TikTok too about like putting salt around or at your doorway or like rubbing some sort of like wax around your doorway too and your windows to keep stuff out. Um, I know we we actually keep a mirror, like a full body mirror, um, across from our doorway because uh, there's a story about how when you do that, you leave a mirror where the doorway is, and when you open a door, if there's a you know something scary like a spirit or something, it can see itself and spook itself, and it'll go away. So we keep that mirror there so it could possibly like get scared of itself and go away. Cause we live by a fucking cemetery too. So oh, there's like, yeah, like, like across the road behind those houses, there's a big cemetery back there. And so I remember when we first moved here, um, and this was before I was even like into the paranormal, I was into it, but I wasn't like, now, like I'm, I'm researching, I'm doing, I'm listening to stories and stuff and I'm being more aware about stuff. But when we first moved here, our fucking TV kept turning on at like 2am or 3am mm. and it wouldn't turn onto a channel. It would just turn onto the home screen of the uh, smart TV and I'd wake up and I'd see that light on in the front room. The first time I saw that, I was like, oh shit, someone's in here. And so... I was like being real quiet and I looked around and it was fucking hella quiet. And I went in the front room and nobody was there. And I was like, Oh, the TV just came on. I didn't think much of it. And then it just kept happening like every other night. 
And it was always the same time. It was like two or three all the time in the morning. And and finally, like, finally we smudged and told it to leave or whatever the fuck it was. And, And then all of a sudden it just stopped doing it. It never did it again. And whatever it was left. And that was like, dang, that was four years ago, I think. Shit. Dang, that's crazy. Do you ever like um how'd you say? Like say like you're having like a regular day and then all of a sudden like you just have these feelings that um uh, not day it's I think I don't know I don't know if it's deja vu, but it's like you know, I've um Today, today seems weird. Like I've not that I know something's going to happen and it does those types of experiences. Like what? Something bad? Yeah. Like you just know, um, something's going to happen when you see certain animals. Uh, uh, no, no. Cause I know, like, I mean, doing this pod, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I started with Oki Podcasts, and and now it's like, I do Oki Podcasts still, and then, but it's kind of like, Spirit Talkers is more of like, researching and hearing different stories from around the world, and just kind of protecting yourself around these things because they're real and so now I'm pretty like I'm pretty aware of stuff and I'm really cautious like the places I go even the people some people I interact with and uh, but like mainly like sometimes I'm by myself when I go places but I'm always like aware of stuff. I'm cautious and I, I know I don't have control of stuff. And so I I always accept stuff like that. But I think if you look for stuff like that, like you're kind of inviting it in. Like if you see owl, right? Like it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. A lot of I know I know some cult and some tribes is a bad sign. Other tribes is a good sign. Like oh like my Oto tribe they have owl clan, and so that means they can communicate with owls or like a good things are happening or they're messengers. And a lot of times there are messengers of bad, mm-hmm. and sometimes good. And so, like if I see an owl. I'm 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 more aware. I'm more like I don't think of it as bad. It could be bad. It it could be good. My my glass is half full, and so what I do is, if you see an animal or something, I would say leave it some tobacco or something. Like it could be a message for you, yeah, of like things to come or something. And so I wouldn't think of just like oh damn, I saw an owl. Shit, something something bad's gonna happen. 
I can't think like that. Like there's always good and evil. And of course, everything's going to be good and bad. So you just kind of have to roll with the punches. So, and I say that because we saw owl in our backyard and doing this pod, it made me realize like, well, you know, it could be bad, but then it could be good. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll just have to figure it out as the days go by. And so we left it some tobacco where it was sitting at. And I didn't know this, but I guess it dropped a plume of feather, one plume. And I didn't know it did that. And I wish I would have known that because I would have taken that. Because sometimes when you do stuff like that, you leave an offering like that. It could leave something behind for you to possibly use later or just to keep as a gift maybe because you're giving it that good send off, I guess. And you're saying some good words like, you know, spare, spare whoever, or, you know, if it's good and let it be good. I don't know whatever people say, but usually like if I'm having an off day, I'll smudge, I'll put some tobacco out. I just don't let it ruin my day because I've had days where it's like, it's just off. Like, you know, it's your days off. Things aren't going right. And it's just kind of making you like, like you just want to fucking scream at the world because nothing's going right. Yeah. And you don't have to see an animal to see it or see an animal to feel like that. You could just feel it in your, in your body, in your mind, in your spirit. Cause you have that intuition. You're like, fuck, nothing's going right. So, you know, just say a little prayer, you know, whoever you, whoever you pray to, and then just try to be mindful of like, man, you can have bad days, good days. Just always, that's what I do. I just like pray about it, put some tobacco out and be like, this is a bad day. Then let it be a bad day. Let me have a good day tomorrow or something. But I know what you're talking about, man, because I had one of those Friday where just I was dropping stuff and I couldn't find stuff and just everything was getting on my last nerve and everybody's getting in my way and driving. Yeah. And it just, it just felt like I wanted to go fucking on a Hulk rampage or something. And I was like, and then, uh, I don't know. And people were being dumb at driving and almost like wrecking. And I don't know. It just, it was just a very off day. And I realized that. And I was just like, all right, maybe I need to take a step back and lay some stuff out. Cause I don't know what's going to happen today. I don't want to be in any accidents or anything. So let's, let's just get this settled. But I mean, you know, you know, and, I don't know, like Spirit Talkers has opened my my mind up about that stuff too. It really has. Because before I would have just been like, God, like what else can happen today? Like I would ask for it probably. Yeah. Like like some people do. Like what more can happen, right? But it's not like that no more. Mm -hmm. You can't let these bad things have power over you. Yeah. I know, like, like with us, um, I like we see like white owls here in uh, 
like those are like really for us like they're really powerful messengers if it's white and I remember my mom told me this story about when my um, my uncle passed away that her mom my grandma uh, seen this big old white owl and I guess had to shoo it off I guess like they found out that uh, my uncle passed away or yeah my grandpa is my, yeah my grandpa like uh passed away in the Korean War and I guess like, it was like a like a a really powerful messenger and I guess they said they've seen it before again um like in I forgot when it was but I guess they had yeah, these seen it and they used to have like at my cousin's house, there used to be like three owls that will live on that in a tree uh, by their house, and they're all white. They're all white owls that live there, and they call it the white owl tree. And ever since then, man, it's just like that tree just um, just died when they started living there, and it just uh, it was a, it was a full grown. Um, full of life tree and when they started moving in there they just it just died i was like man and it's just like with us like i know in the, the navajos like they say that coyotes if you see a coyote it's uh it's a bad sign but you know for me and being a coyote clan you know it's supposed to be for us um it's supposed to be like our ancestors uh, paying us a, vis- a visit and telling us like you know you're you're going you're swaying in the bad side you know you need to start walking you need to start setting your life straight type thing and i mean we i get i get to like to those like with like with us because I see coyotes where I work at all the time and, and owls. Um, but I just don't think nothing of it. I mean, I believe like the ancestor part, uh, with the coyotes and, but for owls and stuff, it doesn't really scare me. Um, I just like, I know with you, like you're, uh, the, the spirit talkers, how, how you guys are like really, you know, really well, well rounded, about talking and being safe and everything like that. And that's, that's, uh, that's crazy. Cause you guys are like, when I heard you guys' pod, cause I've been binging hearing you guys' podcast and, uh, just getting some notes down of what I should do of like protecting myself and what to look for if this happens. And if I'm in a place that I just don't feel comfortable and what to do, and uh it's like a uh what's that one what's that one show called it was on a it's a show on a show um uh, ghosts ghost beaters or something like that how <laughs> they had to um tell the people the viewers what to do when this happens or what to do when a demon comes to to their house or something like that but it kind of looked like kind of like a more positive thing you know what i mean yeah. Oh man, are you? Yeah. Uh, are you, is your light on? 
No. Why? <laughs> I just seen a. I don't know if Bro, it was don't your, say that. I don't know if it was your face or what, but it has appeared on my screen. No. Well, my phone keeps going off. Oh. And I just, I just now put this mask over this recorder because the light was on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just seen like so. a face, and I thought it was you, but maybe it is. Just in that skeleton, that skeleton face. <laughs> <laughs> See, it went off again. I don't know if you saw that. Dan, what the hell? No, my phone on my phone it has a flash when it when I get a message or text, so yeah, it goes off like a strobe light. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, see, you have your own your your people, your ancestors. They have their own beliefs too. So I mean, it it's just not one thing. You know, it's it's we all have different beliefs um just basically how our ancestors did stuff and so that's why i'm really open-minded to everybody's thing like yeah it can be scary but i mean growing up too like owls are like people would say oh man you know don't look at an owl don't uh if you ever see one, just, you know, pretend you don't see it or, you know, or when you see one, it's going to be a bad message. Somebody's going to die or something. It was always something negative towards it. And then, but then when I started learning about my Oto tribe and they have an owl clan, it was the opposite. And so even with coyotes too, I don't know too much about coyotes, but I heard that too about like if they, if they're if they're traveling in a certain direction, it means it could mean something. But I haven't looked into that stuff yet. Yeah. And so, but none of those different uh, different owls too. There's not just, and they have different meanings too. So I mean, it's just it's just compiling like every everything from everyone mm-hmm. into just being more open-minded about a lot of stuff. And so, I mean, but we get stories from fucking everywhere, uh, here in the States, uh, overseas shit. I mean, we get them from all over the world and, and we always just, we had one It I think it, Oh yeah. I just, I just released it, but it's a, it's an entity. I think in, Fuck, I can't remember where in Korea, I think. I don't know. But dang, it said that <laughs> it me? said if you say this word, it means, you know, <laughs> a lot of bad stuff can, can come for you. And what happened? Chris said it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna say it, but the person that sent that story said like, no, this is a really bad entity and it means a lot of bad stuff can come for you. It can cause death. And I mean, we, we have that stuff here too. You know, if you say their names, they can come for you and make your life a living hell. But you know, this is overseas and, and it said like, even if you whisper this word, it can, it can come for you. And then Chris just flat out said it. <laughs> I looked at him like, what the fuck? but, and then after he told that story, 
He said, Dana might have been the only word I ever said right on here. <laughs> we just all started cracking. <laughs> but I mean, we always like smudge after and before our episodes. Yeah. So we're we're very cautious. And, oh, and in your story about the things we say or the things I say and I'm more if I'm aware whatever all that stuff, yeah. Because just like that story, like these things, if you say their name, you're pretty much like bringing them to you. I know when we first did our Bigfoot episode, there's a name the bad one goes by. And yeah, you don't ever say that one because he will come for you. And then even, um, shoot, there's another thing. Um, Man, it was a was a dog man. There's a name for that one too. But if you say like their real names, then yeah, I can they can come for you. But yeah, I mean, we're always cautious. We're always careful. We're always just we're always respectable. Um, we don't go too far. Some people think we do, but we really don't. Like we don't really we say enough just to get the information out there yeah we don't just we don't just blab it out but we know what the limit is and how to do it because i remember i remember like people would ask like on tiktok they'd be like why can't we just don't say it like say the word oh just being stupid yeah yeah, like the real Indian, like the real wor- word for it, like from your language. Yeah. And it's like, if we did, then people would say it. And it would be almost like our our fault if something happened. Mm-hmm. Because people just don't get it. They don't understand. And I remember there was a, I don't know if I ever told you this, but there was a, uh, a stitch that somebody did with us. It was a video we did where we said, don't whistle at night. And this guy, white guy, he was out in the woods and he was, he stitched us and he started whistling at night. Oh, and he was alone. It was dark. And he whistled and he whistled and it got real quiet. And he was like looking around like nothing's happening. And right before his camera shut off, there was a whistle and the fucking like a faint whistle you could hear in the woods and his camera shut off. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was trying to look for that video and I can't find it no more. So either he deleted it or whatever it was. (laughs) And I got him. (laughs) I think that was like the the same thing that I did when um, me and my friend were on at work, and uh-huh. um, like he, oh, I forgot what they called him in uh, Spanish, but I'm not gonna, I don't know, I'm not supposed to say it. But anyways, um, yeah, I remember that one where the you hear whistling in the back that episode. Yeah, when you're driving through the canyons is that what y'all were doing looking for lps oh yeah we're parked like on trying to act cute 
<laughs> well, yeah, we're just parked on the side, parked on the side of the road, and yeah, we did an episode of like, like yeah, LPs, and he was whistling, and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "No, it's, it's cool, man. It's cool." So all right, so started whistling, and like in the minute, the end of the pod. We started hearing those whistles back towards us. It's like, man. Well, Chris was talking about this is after that happened. And then we were talking about um God, what episode there all these episodes kind of just go together for me. And I can't remember the specific thing we we're talking about, but we were talking about how he went somewhere. And maybe it was Skinwalkers, or I mean SW, and uh, <laughs> but, but uh, <laughs> no, but I forgot what we we're talking about. I think it was that episode. It was uh, the ranch. We're talking about the ranch, Skinwalker oh, yeah. Ranch, and and there was some place, man, I can't remember, but they took him out. And they were going across like the desert, all like uh, the the plains, all the stuff, and then they're on this road, and then all of a sudden, like there was a whistle, like way out, like far, and then I guess they said like if it's way out there, and you don't know where it's coming from, whatever it is is like really close to you. But they said like if the whistle's like near you. And you feel it's like right there, maybe like, I don't know, 15, 20 feet away, maybe like close to you. Yeah. And that means it's far away. And so I, I didn't mean to tell you that because that whistle sounded like it was a long ways away. But I think it was right near you guys. God damn. Yeah. So be careful. Looks like some hair coming from your ceiling. <laughs> It's like wipes on my hair like that. It's like an emo like that. It's like in that uh, scary movie, that dude. That China dude is like trying to hide that hair, trying to put it on him. Yeah. Oh, man. But Russell... It's that time to end the pod. And uh-huh. <laughs> and thank you for being a guest on this spooky podcast. So, Russell, would you like to shout out your social? And everything? Nope. Okay. Nope. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for having me on, Rob. And I'm glad you're back on the pod game. Keep it up. Keep going. Uh, Yeah, this is a fun time. Because I never really... I think we did this last year. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm a lot more into this stuff. So, it's cool to kind of give uh, a little bit about what we do and everything. But... You have to come on mine. We'll talk some scary stuff. 
and whatever may happen. But go follow me at Oki Podcasts at Rustamus49. Check out Oki Podcasts where you listen to podcasts. You can add me on Facebook at Russell Sun Eagle. Um, that limit's almost taken. I'm almost at the max of friends of 5,000, which is crazy. So get in there if you want to be my friend. Um, also follow or also, yeah, follow Spirit Talkers on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, and send us stories, uh, whatever stories you may have. Maybe we talked about some stories on here that sparked your interest or reminded you of some stuff. But, I mean, we talk about everything uh, from native folklore to ghosts to aliens, all the stuff that happens on around the world. So send us stories. You can send them to me. You can send them to Chris Hill, Tyler Randall, or our, our DMs on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook. And check out the podcast where you listen to podcasts. Uh, it's available everywhere. I'd say Google and you would find it. And so I think that's it. Oh, yeah. And also, if you go to PendletonMaine.com, you could use all capital words, Spirit Pod at checkout, and you can get 10% off your whatever merch you get. So go to PendletonMaine.com, follow Pendleton Main on Instagram, and uh, let them know we sent you over there. And yeah, so once again, that code is Spirit Pod, and it's all in capital letters. So go get you some merch. He has some very amazing T-shirts that he's made. And yeah, so get your discount on and uh, wear them. Wear them on Halloween. That's about the appropriate time or all month. And you guys can follow me at Robin Jackson on Facebook and the Class World Podcast. The Class World Podcast on Instagram. So, last episode, guys. Thank you, Russell, for being a guest again on the podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>